And see, he's a God of restoration. I want to tell you that God wants to restore. He wants to restore all the things that the enemy has stolen from you. He wants to restore your health. He wants to restore the years that have been eaten away. He wants to restore your wealth. He wants to restore your family. He wants to restore your peace. When you call upon the name of the Lord, He will show you great and mighty things. Amen. He's a God of restoration. Tell your neighbor, God will restore. You will not lose anything that God will not restore better than the way it was. If you can, go with me to Jeremiah chapter 33. Oh, somebody wants to shout. Open up your Bibles. Oh, praise God. God, give them the shout. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 33. And uh, I was so blessed last week. There was a, a, a young lady who came to, to, to church. She hadn't been here in a long, long time. Matter of fact, I never even knew her. But she came. She was watching our, our program on television and and uh, she always said, I want to go to church. I want the Holy Spirit to touch me. And that was the cry of her heart. Her faith had been shaken. Her, her nephew, uh, about 16 years old, the doctors had diagnosed him with, uh, with all sorts of mental problems. Medication wasn't working. Therapy wasn't working. Matter of fact, the, the, the family had a very difficult time of, of controlling him. He was always in fits and so, so many times where he just lost his, his, his thoughts and his mind and acted out upon that. And so his, her sister was, was losing all faith in God because God had not healed her son. It's already been nine years. The boy was 16 years old. In nine years, he's been suffering from that. And so this, this lady came to church with all this weight and this burden upon her shoulder. And after the service, she came to talk to me, and she asked if I could pray for her. And as I laid my hands upon her, the Holy Spirit came upon her. The Lord began to set her free from all that, that weight and that oppression that was upon her life. She got so caught up with the Holy Ghost. And, uh, you know, she just, she, she fell out in the anointing and the glory of God. And she was as if she was a dead person, just caught up with God. And so she was there by herself just with the Lord. And when she got up, she went home and she called her sister. And as she was talking to her sister, her, her nephew was screaming in the background. And she told her sister, she said, put him on the phone. And she put him on the phone. And as soon as she, she grabbed the, he grabbed the phone, something happened. The young man calmed down. The young man began to talk and came back into his right mind. And they had a conversation. And she began to preach to her, her nephew, began to tell him that God was going to change his life, that the Lord was going to set him free. And she began to prophesy and speak the word of God. And she said, she said, Pastor, when my sister saw the countenance on, on my nephew, she said it renewed all her faith in God because God was answering her prayers of bringing deliverance to her son. People of God, the Lord is doing some great and incredible and mighty things, amen? And so today I want to I wanna share with you a message called Great and Mighty, because we serve a great and mighty God, amen? In Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 1, actually verse 2, it says, Thus said the, says the Lord who made it, the Lord who formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things 
which you do not know. God wants to show you great and mighty things. Amen. Here the word of God says, when you call upon the name of the Lord, when you call and you shout, Jesus, he will answer you every single time. He, he says, call unto me, and I will answer, and I will show you, not just little things, not just a little blessing, not just a little, little thing he has for you. He says, I will show you great and mighty things. Beyond your imagination, beyond your ability to realize how, uh, how wonderful it is. When you call upon the name of the Lord, he will show you great and mighty things. Amen. And it's God that does it. He says, I'm the God that formed it. I'm the God that does it. I'm the God that will finish it. And I will show you great and mighty things when you call upon my name. The word of God says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. They shall be saved. Amen? It doesn't say they, they, they might have a, a better time going through this problem. It doesn't say, well, you know, it'll be, it'll be all right. They'll, they'll be able to, to endure, all, you know, and just hang on to whatever situation they go through. No. It says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's power in the name of Jesus. And when you call upon the name of the Lord, I'm telling you, angels start operating on your behalf. Heaven and earth, heaven starts coming to your rescue, amen? The word of God starts coming and, 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 and creating a path of victory for your life, amen? Angels, they're watching over you to protect you and to guard you and to lead you into that land that God's calling you to. He says he will show you great and mighty things, amen? I don't know about you, but I want the great and mighty things that God has for me. Amen? And so all we have to do is call upon the name of the Lord. We, we just have to call upon the name of the Lord. We have to cry out to God. In the middle of our struggle, we have to reach out to God. In the middle of our pain, we have to reach out to God. We don't just stay and endure and accept it. No, we call upon the name of the Lord because that's where our hope comes from. That's where our salvation comes from. Amen? It comes from the Lord. Amen? You know, when you go through your trials, every one of us is going to go, is going to go through trials. If someone said, come to Jesus and you'll never have any problems, they lie to you. They lie to you. No, matter of fact, you probably have more troubles when you come to God. Amen? But you have the power of victory inside of you. You're a warrior. You are equipped for battle. You can go through it, and it will not hurt you. Why? Because God is on your side. And if God is for you, who could be against you? Amen? And so you are called to fight. You are called to go through stuff. You're going to go through stuff anyway. Whether you are saved or unsaved, you're going to go through stuff. You can either go through stuff knowing that you already got the victory in Jesus' name, or you can go through stuff with, with, you can go through stuff with nothing and be defeated and destroyed. Amen? And so we, co we go through it knowing who we are in Christ Jesus. We go through it knowing that we have victory in the name of Jesus, knowing that no matter what we go through, nothing can separate us from the love of God, and that God will be with us every step of the way. Amen? Praise the Lord. Are you here today? And see, he's a God of restoration. I want to tell you that God wants to restore. He wants to restore all the things that the enemy has stolen from you. He wants to restore your health. He wants to restore the years that have been eaten away. He wants to restore your wealth. He wants to restore your family. He wants to restore your peace. When you call upon the name of the Lord, he will show you great and mighty things. Amen. He's a God of restoration. Tell your neighbor, God will restore. You will not lose anything that God will not restore better than the way it was. Amen. I could tell you of a friend of ours who, who 
he lost his marriage. So many difficult things were, were going through the marriage, but he trusted the Lord through every step of the way that what God was not able to restore him to, to, to the wife because the wife had her own will and she decided she was going to walk away from God and God's ways, but he stayed faithful to the Lord. He walked in peace. He walked in love. He was faithful to his kid. He walked in integrity. He could have walked away just like the wife said and said, you know what, let someone else raise it. But he said, no, these are my children. I'm going to raise them in the ways of God. I'm going to sacrifice. I'm going to provide. And God's going to help me along the way. He made the sacrifices, even though it was difficult, even though it was tough, he made the sacrifices, but he followed God every step of the way. Not only did God restore him, God blessed him with a new marriage. God blessed him with more children. God blessed him with more money. God blessed him with more joy. God restored everything that the devil had stolen away from him. I want to tell you, God wants to restore your life. The restoration doesn't always happen the way that we imagine it, but I will tell you this, whenever you call upon the name of the Lord, whatever restoration the Lord will do in your life will be better than what you had before. Amen. He's a God of restoration. Tell your neighbor, God will restore. Tell the person behind you, God will restore. Go to Psalms 126. Psalms 126. Hallelujah. Verse 1, it says, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. Bring back our, captiv our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Somebody shout, turn back our captivity, Lord. See, when the Lord begins to restore, and when the Lord begins to deliver, when the Lord sets you free, it is like a dream. We don't even understand what has happened because it's so great and it's so good. It's, it's, it's so, so mighty. It's beyond our imagination, so it's like a dream. Many times we've lost our all ability to dream because of the, the situation we're going through, the struggles we've been facing, the pressures of life, the captivity of the, the brokenness in our life. And when God's presence comes, he begins to heal you. He begins to set you free. He begins to restore you, and it's far greater than you could even dream about. It's so sweet. He fills your mouth with joy, <laughs> your heart with singing. Amen. But see, tears are powerful. The, the Word of God says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Tears are, are, are not just a moment of us releasing our stress and our anger and, and our fear. Tears are sowing. I didn't realize this until when God sent me to Bible school. I, uh, I wanted the anointing of God upon my life. I wanted God to use me. I wanted to be able to, to preach the gospel with power. 
I didn't know how this was going to happen. All I knew is I followed the Lord. The Lord opened up these doors. So me and my wife, we went to, to Florida to serve in this one ministry. And as we were serving there, we were going to Bible school at the same time. And, and in the Bible school, you know, I was serving as the head of the, the entire television ministry in, in that church. And at the Bible school, the, the leaders were always calling me out of the Bible school because they wanted to talk about the television ministry. And so I wasn't in half of the, the lectures. And one day the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to not get credit for Bible school. Now, you got to understand, I thought that was, that was why I was there. I wasn't after a piece of paper. I was after the anointing. But the Lord said, just don't get credit for the school. And, you know, I wanted to follow God. So I thought, no, thing, I didn't think of it anything really, really big. So I went into the dean's office and I told the dean, I said, you know, I've been, I've been missing too many classes. I've been helping and serving here and working. And uh, I just, you know, I feel like I should not get credit. And he said, you know, you've been excused by all those times. You know, we're the ones that called you out to, to help. And I said, I know, but the Lord spoke to me about not getting credit. And so I walked out of that, that, that office the, the funny thing about it, I, I thought it was going to be no big deal, but the pain that I experienced was the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. I had more pain at that moment than when I lost my father. I could not understand it. I could not explain it, but I had this travail, this, this weeping that was, I, I began to weep and travail so deep inside of me, I could not control myself. I was in my truck just weeping on the, on the steering wheel, and I didn't know what to do to stop it. I didn't know it was going to hurt. I didn't know that, that this sacrifice was, was going to mean so much. And so I, I was there, and I cried out to God. I began to cry out to God and say, God, I need your help. And I began to draw my strength from the Holy Spirit, and I began to pray in the new tongue. And as I was praying in tongues, and I was crying out to God, the Lord began to open my eyes and I saw something in the spirit. The Lord spoke to me, says, don't you know your tears are in my bottle? I don't ever remember reading a scripture in Psalms where David said, you know, my wonderings aren't my tears in your bottle. I don't even remember ever reading that, but God spoke to me, said, your tears are in my bottle. And at that moment, I saw this clear bottle in the hand of God. I just saw the hand of this, this the bottle was there. And I saw liquid, my tears, filling that bottle up. And I saw it rising up, rising up. Now, my father was a good man of God. And he taught us that we could sow to receive what we desire. And so when I saw those tears in, in the hand of God, I began to realize those are mine. They're in God's hand, but they're mine. And I started thinking, I could sow these. Oh, hallelujah. What an offering this would be. And so I went to God. I said, God, right now I sow those tears so that this ministry can preach the gospel through television all over the world. At the time, we were only broadcasting there in the local city. One half hour program a week. That's, all, that's what we did. I sowed those tears in November. 
By the time the, 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 the conference came in January, in two months, the Lord had provided a satellite uplink that was worth over $500,000 donated to the church. The Lord provided over $7 million worth of television airtime in every nation and every continent on the face of this earth. And we started that at that camp meeting in, 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 the, in January. We started from the very first day. We were on broadcasting live prime time all over the world. Every day for a whole week, we went live. Every night, we received 20,000 emails and phone calls of healings, of salvations, of deliverance, of God touching and setting people free. The Lord used that offering. He used that seed into a greater glory. I didn't know what God was going to do through that offering. I didn't know what God was going to do in my life. But all I can tell you now, because I called upon the name of the Lord, the Lord showed me that the anointing of God was upon my life. The Lord changed thousands and thousands and thousands and millions of people through that offering. I am what I am today because the Lord was, the, the Lord changed me. The Lord created something new in my life. He restored me. Hallelujah. Amen. And God has showed me that he has great and mighty things waiting for me. He has great and mighty things waiting for you as well. When you call upon the name of the Lord, God wastes nothing. Every situation you're going through. He's building a greater glory in your life. You might be saying, well, pastor, I, I don't know how I'm going to make it, how I'm going to go through this season. This thing is just too tough. I don't have the answers for it. I want to let you know you are not by yourself. God is with you. He will never leave you nor, nor forsake you. The Bible says that nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Oh, but pastor, this is so big. This is so great. This is so deep. I don't know if I can make, take another step. I don't know if I can last another day. Hold on to God and trust in him. Call upon the name of the Lord and he will show you great and mighty things. God knows how to turn your pain into greatness. To use it to change your life. To use it to change this world. To, to change other people. Amen. He's thought about you before the foundations of the earth. He knows what you've gone through. He knows where you're going to. Amen? Call upon the name of the Lord, and he shall show you great and mighty things. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter chapter 5, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, the word of God says, cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. The problem that we have is that we've been holding on to the pain. We've been holding on to the situation. We've been reclaiming our life. But those, the Bible says that when we, are, we come to Christ, we are dead to who we are, but we're alive to him. We've been crucified with Christ, yet we live, not I, but Christ in us. Every one of us are called to be good soldiers of Christ. We are supposed to go through stuff. We are going to go through hard times. We are going to go through difficult seasons. But there's great and mighty things waiting for us on the other side. Amen. God will turn it around to be a blessing to the world. Amen. You got to understand that this is not a mistake that you're going through this season. This is not, 
yes, it's difficult. Yes, you, nobody wants to go through it. Nobody would choose to go through the seasons and the things that you go through. But if you're going to go through it, might as well call upon the name of the Lord so he could turn it around and show you some great and mighty things. Amen. He's a good God. He wants to show you his restoration. He wants to show you his deliverance. He wants to show you his power. Amen. Understand this. This battle you fight is not just for you. This is a fight for your family. It's a fight for your city. It's a fight for your future, for your kids, your children. It's children. This is the fight that the Lord has called you to. He's heard the cries. He's heard your cries in the middle of the night saying, Lord, I can't do this no more. And he will show you great and mighty things. He'd be faithful. He's faithful. He's a good God. You just have to put your confidence and trust in him and cry out to him. He'll be there. When you go through a problem, when you go through a situation, stop complaining. Start praising. Start praising your God. Stop complaining about your situation. I see people all the time. They want to tell everybody about their, str- their troubles. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Everywhere they go, I got troubles, trouble, trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. I'm going through this season. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. I'm going through that. It's because of them. It's because of them. It's because of them. It's because of them. No. You're going to go through the season, but understand that season's going to change. You can, you can let God lead you through it, or you can let that season take root in your heart. And the only thing that's going to be there is bitterness. It's going to be brokenness. And the devil's going to, you know, he's a liar. He's a liar. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And the enemy will, will, will try to destroy your life try to get you to walk away from the marriage, try to walk away from your children, try to walk away from your responsibilities, try to walk away from the, the problem that you face. But understand this, if you will call upon the name of the Lord, when you call upon the name of the Lord, the anointing of God will come upon you to restore, Amen. to heal, to change that situation. Amen. For the glory of God. Amen. So don't turn, don't, don't complain. Stop talking about your problems. Start praising your God. Father, I thank you. I thank you that you're more than enough. You might, you know, the bank might call and people might call you and say you owe so much money and you, and you look at your situation, you don't even have a way to, to pay anything. You know what? Might as well just call upon the name of the Lord. Lord, Jesus, I need your help. Jesus, you're my Savior. And begin to declare who God is in you. Lord, you are my Savior. You are my deliverer. You are my strong tower. Lord, I have a promise that you'll never leave me nor forsake me. Lord, even though that mountain looks so big, Lord, you're bigger than that mountain. I praise your name in the midst of my uh, midst of my trouble. I will praise your name in the midst of this trial. I will praise your name. I praise you, God. Stop talking about the problem. Start talking about your God. I, I understand. I can't tell you how many times people say, hey, hey, Pastor, how, how you doing? I just want to crumble. <laughs> You don't understand. (laughs) I'm tempted just like everybody else. But I've learned to hide myself in God. And when I hide myself in God, the enemy can't touch me. Because he has to go through God to get to me. He is my dwelling place. He is my secret place. I begin to worship God. You know, I can, I can tell you, 
There's times we, me and my wife, we have some stuff going on that we don't have an answer to, and we just turn on worship music, and we just, we don't say a word. We just worship God. We, we lift up the name of Jesus. We start praising God. Oh, I'm telling you, when you start walking in heaven, the things of this world can't touch you. If you walk in this world, doll, you're going to be tossed to and fro. You're going to be beaten up. You're going to be on all sorts of medication. And if you're not on medication, you're going to be drinking all sorts of things and smoking all sorts of things. You know, whenever you operate in this world, you got to hide yourself behind the weeds. I'm naked, so I cover myself with marijuana leaves. Marijuana weeds. And you know, I don't want to get off of this, but this, here's my political point. We have stupid politicians that want to give you more weeds because they don't want to solve your problems because your problems aren't going to be answered by a politician. Your problems are going to be answered by the Lord. Amen. Anybody talks about legalizing all this and that, they're stupid. Just, you know, just keep everybody under drugs so you stop complaining. Amen. Let me go back to my message. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. He will show you great and mighty things. Touch your neighbor and say, God's going to show you great and mighty things. Great and mighty things. Great and mighty things. Hallelujah. When you call upon the name of the Lord, hide yourself in your worship. Hide yourself in your praise. Lift up the name of Jesus. Things are going to happen. Yes, they're going to come. Nothing can keep you away from those things. They're going to happen. They're going to come. You're going to go through seasons in your life, but you're not by yourself. The greater one's in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Learn to hide yourself in God. Amen. The enemy doesn't know what it will hit him when you hide him before. I tried, I tried to, to get him to go to depression. I tried to destroy his marriage. I tried to destroy his finances. I tried to destroy his joy. But he keeps on praising God. He keeps worshiping God. What's going on? The more things I throw at him, more fiery darts I go out, throw at him. He keeps on confessing his word, the word of God. The Bible says that we have the shield of faith. Quench every fiery dart of the devil. Amen. Praise God. Your, your situation is going to change. The greater glory is going to be revealed. Is going to be revealed as we call upon the name of the Lord. And when that pressure comes upon your life, and it seems like I don't know what to do, the Word of God says, "Cast all your cares upon the Lord, for He cares about you." Tell your neighbor, God cares. God cares. You know, there's times something, uh, especially my brother Mark. I remember when when we were kids, he would want to complain, usually to my mom because I did something bad to him. I don't understand that. I'm I'm a saint. And it, so if I ever complain to my mom about something, or Mark ever complained about something, Julie, I think is the one that started this. She started going like this. I said, what's that? I'm playing the world's smallest violin for you. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know we all want to be babied. I know we all want someone's, oh, pobrecito, poor pastor, poor pastor. No. 
We have a good God. The enemy wants more. You want to mess with me? Go ahead. Come on. Come on. Because I know that no matter what the fight I fight, God's going to be my deliverer. And God's going to show me great and mighty things. How do I know that? Because the Word of God says, when I call upon the name of the Lord. Somebody shout, Jesus! Hallelujah. Oh, it feels so good. Let's do that again. Jesus! Hallelujah. When you call upon the name of the Lord, you will be saved. Amen. Amen.